Good morning and welcome to the Proactive IT Cybersecurity Daily number 372. It is Thursday, June 3rd, 2021. I'm your host, Scott Gumbar, and what's next for Microsoft Windows? This podcast is brought to you by Nuage Tech, a client-focused and security-minded IT consultant based in Central Connecticut. You can visit us at nuagetech.com. That's N-W-A-J-Tech.com. Good morning, happy Thursday. We are almost at the end of another week. It's a screwy week because it was only four days, so I don't know. Kind of, my days are kind of screwed up this week. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know if you feel the same way, but um, if you do, do me a favor and like, share, comment, to review this podcast. And if you're in a HIPAA compliant business, do me another favor and go to Facebook and or LinkedIn, type Get HIPAA Compliance into the search and join the group. Um, all right, let's jump into it. So we have updates for Mozilla Firefox. You should be on Firefox 89, Firefox ESR 78.11. If you use those products, um, the new Firefox update does include the, will update even if you're not using it. So previously Firefox would update once you opened it. It now updates without do, even doing that. Cisco releases security updates for multiple products. Um, they only list Lasso SAML implementation. Um, there's a Lasso SAML implement, implementation vulnerability affecting multiple Cisco products. So that's the update. There's a, an advisory if you want to go look at it. But if you're, if you're using Cisco, you'll want to take care of that. Threat Post reports the Department of Justice charges Rhode Island woman, neighboring state for me, in phishing scheme against politicians. Diana Lebu allegedly tried to trick candidates for public office and related individuals into giving up account credentials by impersonating trusted associates in the Microsoft security team. The DOJ, Department of Justice, has charged a woman in Rhode Island in a phishing campaign against candidates for political office and related associates that impersonated various individuals, including campaign workers in the Microsoft security team, in an attempt to trick victims into providing account credentials. U.S. Attorney's Office for the District of Massachusetts has charged Diana Lebu, 21, of Cranston, Rhode Island, with the attempted unauthorized access to a protected computer, according to a press release from the DOJ. Charge relates to a phishing campaign Lebu allegedly mounted beginning in January of 2020 against about 22 campaign staffers for an unnamed candidate for political office, as well as another political candidate also not identified and related associates, according to the DOJ Assistant U.S. Attorney. Seth Costo, who is prosecuting the case. Uh, the FBI says that Revel is behind the JBS ransomware attack. The Federal Bureau of Investigations has officially stated that Revel Operation, a.k.a. Soto Nokibi, is behind the ransomware attack targeting JBS, the world's largest meat producer. We've been talking about this all week, this ransomware attack. So now they have determined that Revel and or or I shouldn't say Andor. Revel is behind the attack, but they're also known as Soda Nakibi. Um, I'm trying to see if there is a ransom demand here, but I don't see one. There is not one. We've talked extensively about Revel and, and you know, also known as Soda Nakibi on this podcast previous episodes. So I'm not really going to go into details about who they are, what they do. 
They've been around for a little while. They are one of the more well-known ransomware gangs. They've hit larger targets like GSM Law last year in New York, um, Kenneth Cole, if, you know, quite a few targets. Um, and they do demand a, usually a very large ransom. I would imagine this is pretty much the same. WhatsApp. Remember probably a few months now, maybe even sometime last year, we talked about how Facebook would demand that you accept the privacy policy um, changes within WhatsApp if you wanted to continue to use it. Well, they are no longer going to limit the app's functionality for users who disagree with the new privacy policy requiring them to share their data with Facebook companies. So they have caved. They will look it's been four months. They have caved and they will not force people to accept that those terms anymore in order to use all of WhatsApp features. So it's a win for all of us that like the privacy of WhatsApp and want to continue to use WhatsApp. Kudos to all of those who stood up to big bad Facebook. Fujifilm shuts down network after suspected ransomware attack. Fujifilm is investigating a ransomware attack that has shut down portions of its network to prevent the attack spread. Fujifilm, also known as Just Fuji, is a Japanese multinational conglomerate headquartered in Tokyo, Japan, which initially started in optical film and, and cameras, has grown to include pharmaceuticals, storage devices, photocopiers, and printers, Xerox, and digital cameras. Fujifilm earned $20.1 billion in 2020, and has 37,151 employees worldwide. Today, Fujifilm announced, or yesterday, Fujifilm announced that their Tokyo headquarters suffered a cyber attack Tuesday night that they indicate is a ransomware attack. Fujifilm Corporation is currently carrying out an investigation into possible unauthorized access to its server from outside the company. As part of this investigation, the network is partially shut down and disconnected from the external correspondence. Fujifilm stood in a statement. We want to state that we understand as of now and the measures that the company has taken. Okay, we want to state what we understand as of now and the, and the measures that the company has taken in the late evening of June 1st, 2021. We became aware of the possibility of a ransomware attack. As a result, we have taken measures to suspend all affected systems in coordination with our various global entities. So Fujifilm... I think that's a this second really large scale ransomware attack data breach in Japan in as many weeks. So Microsoft to announce Windows 10 successor on June 24th, so just a couple of weeks away. During the Build 2021 developer conference, we got the first word that Microsoft is working on the next generation of Windows. Today Microsoft has out press invites for an event they're holding on June 24th at 11 Eastern. The invitation, sporting the tagline, find out what's next for Windows, includes a reference to what looks to be a new logo for Windows. There's no way to know for sure what the company has in store for us, but it's safe to say that it will likely be Sun Valley update related. CEO Satya Nadella previously confirmed that Microsoft is working on the next generation of Windows, which features rounded corners, a new start menu, and other cosmetic changes. I don't think that's a new version of Windows. I think it's just an update to Windows 10. Windows brings together... All developer and collaboration tools in one place. It lets you choose the hardware you want, works with Linux and Windows as one, and has a modern terminal. And soon we will share one of the most significant updates to Windows of the past decade to unlock greater economic opportunity for developers and creators, Nadella said during Build 2021 conference. 
Reports suggest that Sun Valley features will be released to Windows Insiders in late July, or I'm sorry, late June or early July. Microsoft employees have already started self-hosting the preview builds of the next generation of Windows. The Sun Valley update is expected to hit production channels in October, November, and it would be an optional update, which means users can skip the update if they don't like the redesign and wait for additional improvements. And there, and there is a link to expected features. Um, so real quick, new UI and animation, design improvements. Looks like it's all cosmetic for the most part. We have some HIPAA news for you today. First up, Diabetes Endocrinology and Lipidology Center pays 5000 to resolve HIPAA right of access case. So yet another one. The HHS Office of Civil Rights has announced a settlement has been re reached with the Diabetes Endocrinology and Lipidology Center, Inc., DELC, that resolves a potential HIPAA right of access violation. This is the eighth financial penalty to be announced in 2021. I think we're way ahead of schedule compared to last year. To resolve violations of HIPAA rules in the 19th settlement under OCR's HIPAA right of access enforcement initiative that was launched in the fall of 2019 before the pandemic. DELC is a West Virginia-based healthcare provider specializing in treatment or in treating endocrine disorders. In August 2019, OCR received a complaint that alleged DELC had failed to respond to requests for a copy of protected health information in a timely manner. The HIPAA, HIPAA privacy rule requires a copy of individuals. Protected health information contained in a designated record set to be provided within 30 days of request being received. In this case, the complaint wanted a copy of her minor child's protected health information and DELC, DELC had failed to provide those records within the allowed 30 days. OCR notified DELC on October 30, 30, 2019 about the investigation to potential noncompliance with the HIPAA right of access over the alleged refusal to provide the patient's mother with the records she requested. OCR determined the failure to provide the requested records was in violation of the HIPAA right of access. As a result of OCR's investigation, DELC finally provided the child's mother with the copy of the requested records in May of 2021, almost two years after the initial request had been made. That's pretty sad. In addition to the financial penalty of $5,000, which is nothing, DELC has agreed to a corrective action plan that includes reviewing and updating policies and procedures for providing individuals with access to PHI and privacy training for their workforce on individual access to PHI. DELC will be monitored by OCR for two years to ensure compliance with the right of access provisions of the HIPAA, right, HIPAA privacy rule. And the 2020 Hearing Care Network has started notifying millions of current and former members that some of their protected health information has potentially been compromised and or deleted. On January 11, 2021, suspicious activity was detected in its AWS cloud storage environment. Steps were immediately taken to prevent further unauthorized access, and an investigation has, was launched to determine the nature and scope of the security breach. Third-party forensics experts assisted with the investigation and confirmed that S3 buckets hosted in AWS had been accessed, data in those buckets downloaded, and the, all data in the S3 buckets was deleted. The forensic investigation confirmed in late February that some of the data downloaded and deleted from the storage environment included PHI for some or all health plan members for whom records were held. While data theft was confirmed, it was not possible to tell exactly which information had been accessed or removed from the S3 buckets. The types of data potentially obtained in the attack included names, social security numbers, 
dates of birth, member ID numbers, and health insurance information. Starting on or around May 28, 2021, notification letters were sent to all individuals potentially affected as a precaution against misuse or member information of member information. Certain affected individuals have been offered complimentary credit monitoring and identity theft protection services. 2020 said its breach notice that while data theft was confirmed, it does not believe that has been any misuse of the member data. The report filed with the main attorney general classes this incident as insider wrongdoing, which sounds like to me somebody uploaded the data and then didn't secure it properly. Following the breach, 2020 conducted a robust review of policies and procedure and has taken steps to improve security to prevent similar breaches in the future. The breach has been reported to the Maine Attorney General as affecting up to 3,253,822 individuals, making this one of the largest healthcare data breaches to be discovered this year. That actually is more than, I think, any month this year, that number alone. I don't think any of the months were that high. So I um, guess we're going to end on that note, which is not a good note to end on. But we will be back tomorrow for more. And until then, stay healthy, stay safe, and stay secure.